Hi, I'm Megan Hillica, a grieving mother turned grief coach. I now support, guide, and offer tools to navigate the unthinkable of child loss to other moms who also know this pain. I help you go from empty, lost, and broken to learning to carry your grief and live alongside it. If there's one thing I want you to see, it's hope. Hope that there's life after loss. Hope that there's so much more for you and encouragement that you're normal. All of this is possible along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. Hello there, everyone. This is Megan here. Welcome to another episode on the podcast. Um, I just want to say thank you for listening. If you are new here, I'm sorry that you're here listening. And if you've been listening for a while, thank you for being here. Thanks for listening and sharing it with others. Um, sharing so other people can get the help from this podcast. It really means a lot to me for putting in all this energy and time and effort that people are actually listening. It's it's just crazy to me. Um, and I'm so grateful to do this podcast. So Today we're going to talk about, um, it's okay to be depressed and it's going to be kind of interesting, but I don't think I've talked much about depression on here, um, that comes with child loss. So I wanted to address it specifically today. Oh, depression can be so scary because it's so heavy. It's so heavy and dark and, Truly, if you are having suicidal thoughts, please get help. And the hotline number is 988. So please use that if you are having those thoughts. Um, I think I talked on here a little bit about having suicidal thoughts, um, but not, not necessarily suicidal thoughts, but the idea that you don't really care to live anymore and you wish you would die, but not actually that you would do that. So it's something only you can kind of be aware of and know. Um, I, I can't say that on here, but depression can be scary for those who are wanting to help you. And they might worry if you don't get help soon or don't do anything that you'll just stay there forever or things will get worse. And it's definitely possible that you will stay there if you don't allow yourself to move through the depression and to be in it when it's there. And then to take take the steps to get out of there if it doesn't lift for you on its own when you allow yourself to be there. So the key to this is fully allowing yourself to be there without judgment, allowing yourself to feel the apathy, feeling the disinterest, that you just don't care anymore. And you don't care about what everyone else is talking about. You don't care about the things, you know, the the lighthearted conversations and the the gossip and the, all those things, but that you can just be there knowing that this doesn't last forever and that this is a part of grief. It is one of the quote unquote stages of grief. Um, if that helps you kind of, um, acknowledge that it's a part of grief for some of you, this might be the heaviest part of grief and it can feel like it will never go away. And for some of you, it can come and go in and out of your life. So this is what it was like for me. Um, or it comes in and out. And I still have phases in my life that I would consider a more depressive state. Um, it's like a season where I just don't care. I don't have the energy to do anything. Life feels dark and heavy, but in the beginning of grief, this is where I turned inward. 
I stepped away from people. I stayed home and I didn't go out and about like I usually did. Um, when the depression came, I withdrew. Um, and for me, this like came and went in my life. So I, I have shared before that I kind of go through, uh, I like ping, ping pong balled through the like different emotions of grief and depression would come and come for about a week or two. And then I would kind of come out of it and, and go to a different emotion, feeling a different emotion. But if you are conscious of the depression and you know that this is completely normal in grief, you can know it's okay for you to withdraw for a time. It's okay for you to stay home. Maybe that's what you need right now. And it's okay that you don't want to see people and not care to visit. It's okay to be depressed after your child dies. Like, it makes complete sense that you would be, right? So allowing yourself to be there for a time is so important. And here's the thing. I can't give you a timeline of when depression will lift or when it will get lighter. This is going to be different for everyone and you will have a different grief path than me. But what I can say is that hopefully there will come a time when it naturally lifts as you let yourself be there without judgment or that you decide that you're tired of feeling this way and you want to take active steps to change it. That's where Grieving Moms Haven can help you feel the depression and also then begin practicing feeling other emotions too and understanding what's going on in your mind that's keeping you where you're at. So like anything, it can get scary if things go really dark. So please don't try to do this alone, um, especially in isolation, having depression and isolation and you start to think that you're the only one and there's something wrong with you and why bother? Um, don't even try. At least having someone who is there to help guide you and support you or to have an accountability of calls where you show up to or whatever it is. <clears throat> but also know that depression is normal and we don't need to panic when you're feeling that way. <clears throat> I don't know how else to put it. I really don't. It's just, I'm just going to keep saying it over and over that it's okay to feel that way. And it's actually very important to allow yourself to be in that space and to feel all of it. Recently, I have had a bit of a heavier phase in my life emotionally of like, uh, you just don't care. And I shared on Instagram that I'm not feeling the greatest, but that it's okay. I know that this is a phase and these heavy emotions are part of my life and it's okay to be here. I know that if I allow myself to be there, then I will also find my way out of it again. As long as I'm not fighting it or resisting it and I'm just being there fully and also um, taking some steps. So I wanted to share some ideas of how to support yourself when you're in a depressed state and you want to start to do what you can to pull yourself out of it. Um, remember before you can do that, allow yourself to feel it and to just be there. And like... I just want to share like, so when you're feeling this way, you might take these motions, take actions, like say doing something um, with friends or with other people, you're taking the action of doing this thing, but inside there's just no joy. It's just heavy. You're just kind of an empty shell inside. Um, know that this is normal too. Like as you are navigating this and also as you're like trying to do things that would 
you know, you've known in the past brings you joy or helps you. Sometimes you just have to do it for a while before it actually changes anything. So I just want to say that before I dive into the ideas I have of things you can do. So movement, I will always, always, always recommend that you move your body. Uh, Yoga is amazing, especially if you don't have a lot of energy, like with depression, if you can hardly get out of bed. Um, When I can, I'm going to start adding yoga videos to Grieving Mom's Haven as well, because this type of movement can be so helpful. Um, It's not too, like crazy movement, um, but enough to get energy flowing through your body. And it's also a time for you to connect with the heaviness you feel and a chance to allow lightness in. Walking or or any other form of movement that you can do or that you love to do, whatever that may be, I definitely recommend movement. Okay, a bit of real life here. (laughs) If anything sounds different, I just had to go take a break to help my kids do a few things. So this is like my life trying to record, trying to work, and then (laughs) helping my kids do different things. So anyways, I am back and we're going to continue diving into the different ways that can help with depression. Um, The next one that I wanted to share is eating healthy. And this is a very vague term. I, when I say eating healthy, I know some people might have, like you have probably have a certain vision in your head of what that means. Um, but it's just a question that I would ask you is what makes you feel good? What gives you a little extra energy because you ate something that felt good for you and your body? And for me, I know when I am in that kind of state, I don't know if anybody else is like me, but I just lose all the energy to even care about what I'm eating. So I know these things can be hard. Um, so it's really about choosing one or two things that can help you and then what I would highly highly encourage you is get that support and help um, outside of yourself if you need it. So the next one is tapping in meditations. These can be really helpful. They help you move energy in your body and to be with the depression. Um, To really allow the depression, allow the thoughts that might be really dark in your mind um, And they help you just allow in lightness too. So like a gratitude meditation can help you practicing feeling joy. Um, Contrary to popular belief, gratitude and joy don't just happen. Um, They're not just always spontaneous reactions, but they have to be practiced and looked for. And I have found this, the more I practice gratitude, The more I look for joy in my life, the more I see it and the more I feel it. Um, They don't just happen. They really, really don't. So using these tools can be very helpful in allowing in the heaviness, but also allowing in the lightness too. So sometimes we can get so stuck in one emotion or in one side that we don't allow in the other side. So right now we're talking about depression and you can get stuck in that state where sometimes people are so stuck in that trying to be happy and trying to not feel it that they won't go into the darkness. So when you're in the darkness, practicing allowing in lightness, and when you're trying to only stay in the lightness, allowing in the darkness. The next one is just letting yourself not care. I know this seems counterintuitive to what I'm sharing to help get yourself out of the hole, but 
just letting yourself not care for a time is huge. Like, I know I talk often about like tools and resources and all these things to help you in your grief. And sometimes just letting yourself eat chocolate or ice cream or scroll your phone and knowing that you're doing it, but also just being okay with it. So the difference with this, I would say, is that you are aware that you're doing it. You know that you're doing it. You're consciously allowing yourself to do it and not beating yourself up about it or not getting mad at yourself about it. Like literally letting yourself do those things that you try to not do or you might think of as bad coping mechanisms or whatever and just be okay with it with doing it for a little bit like not this is not your new normal don't let it be your new normal but this is just a way to cope for a little bit um for a time and see how that feels to you to just not try to change yourself not try to change your situation but to be where you are um the last one that i would share i guess this isn't my last one filling your mind with things that bring you hope or music that makes you feel light or listening to things that give you more energy so don't listen to doom and gloom things turn off the news seriously there is nothing on the news that will help your depressed state it will only make it worse so bring your world to just you and your life unless there's things outside of your world that help bring a little bit more joy or lightness to your life and focus on taking care of yourself um shutting out the world outside world for a time can really help you by not adding the heaviness of the world onto your already heavy emotions so really notice the things that bring you hope notice the podcasts or the music or the whatever it is books um fill your mind with that kind of stuff um church like the things that really support you um notice what those are and allow those to come in more than anything that brings you down or weighs you down even more so the last thing i would say that if you try all these things and you just cannot seem to get out of it and you cannot seem to make any movement or progress when you're when you're trying to do it on your own i have two suggestions so one would be to get help message me for one-on-one -on -one grief guidance where i can do personalized tapping sessions with you um, i can do meditations and really focusing on connecting with your body and helping you connect with what's underneath the heaviness or go find a therapist get help don't just try to keep doing this on your own sometimes you need a place to go a place to show up um, like a call to show up to that you know that you're going to be held accountable and a person that's keeping you accountable that can be very very helpful um, the other thing is this that I'm not a huge advocate of medication just because I do believe it's given out way too quickly and often to just put a band-aid on the problem without doing the work and especially with grief where grief is medicated as a disease or a problem when it's really just a normal and natural response and we're trying to medicate the normal experience. So if you're listening to this podcast, you know that I encourage you to do the deep work because that's where change happens. 
But if you cannot seem to even have the energy to do anything, to get help, you don't even care, then maybe medication could be something that could help you get to a better place to then do the deep work. So it doesn't always have to be the thing that you, you know, fight so hard against. I know there are people out there like me who fight hard against it um, for ourselves. So I just want to encourage you that it can be something you can use to help you out and help you to actually care and have a little more energy so you can do these deep work things. They are very, very hard and challenging to do. Um, So either like invest in yourself and get one-on-one coaching or guidance, um, message me, or take some medication where you can begin to care and do that work on your own. And I just want to say, you are doing the best you know how right now, my friend. You are doing the absolute best you know how. I believe that with my whole heart. I'm sending love and light to you. I'll see you next week. Take care. If you like this podcast and have found it helpful, I want to invite you to come check out Grieving Moms Haven. This is my monthly community for grieving moms where you can learn positive coping mechanisms, find a safe space with others who understand, and learn lifelong skills that support you as you learn how to carry this weight of grief in your life. There are group coaching calls where we do guided meditations, tapping meditations, breath work, and just talk, knowing that everyone in the group is also walking the path of child loss. You can come check out Grieving Moms Haven at www.grievingmomshaven.com.